I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. What up? What up? Real Coach JB here, man. Another Slapdick Podcast coming at you on this fine Saturday morning, the 30th of January, 2021. Already a month into the new year, man. And um, I got to say, it's better than last January, obviously, with the passing of Kobe and, and self stuff like that. But shit, we've lost Hank Aaron, Tommy Lasorda. Fucking, uh, we lose uh, Coach Chaney yesterday, great Temple coach. Basketball, college basketball coach, uh, trendsetter, a sacrificial lamb, so to speak, uh, right there with John Thompson, Jim Brown, um, Muhammad Ali. I'm going to get into this type of thing. The, the The name of this show today is called Sacrificial Lamb, and uh, so I'm going to. That's kind of a great lead into uh to what I was going to discuss. But before I get into the show, quote of the day, man, great leaders sacrifice the numbers to save the people. Poor leaders sacrifice the people to save the numbers. Just remember that as I make this show go. Um, great leaders sacrifice the numbers to save the people. Poor leaders sacrifice the people to save the numbers. I've always been about sacrificing, sacrificing uh, myself for the greater good, meaning whether it's to help someone catapult in their career, benefit their own successes. And it starts with the kids, number one. I've always sacrificed myself for the kids. Pay, benefits, you know, you name it. I've always put the kids first. I've always put my staff second. Regardless of what you see and hear, it's always been about getting guys to the next level for both players and coaches, for me, for 20 years. And that's just how I was raised, cut from that cloth. And it starts with loyalty, and and loyalty is hard to find in this profession, that a football coaching profession, but it's probably harder to find in life. So start with that quote. Title of the show is Sacrificial Lamb, and I'm going to discuss why this show is that and how it uh, kind of ties into everything. Show is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. The Super Bowl is right around the corner. If you're looking for a place to bet on any of the sports going on, BetOnline.ag is the best and only place to lock it in. I'll be betting today. Hopefully LeBron and AD play against Boston. Um, fuck, AD fucked me last game. But uh, from game spreads and totals to team players and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online, and there is always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today. Take full advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. You can also play blackjack, man. I play blackjack on there all the time. But title of the show, Sacrificial Lamb, man. And, uh, you know, have you ever sacrificed for the greater good for someone other than your own benefit or your own good? Can you truly ask yourself, anyone out there listening, can you really ask yourself that? Yeah, oh, I've sacrificed, man, and I used to walk to school because I, I didn't want to get, I didn't want to buy a shitty car. I'd rather weigh on the new car. So that's, that's benefiting yourself. That ain't a real sacrificial lamb, okay? There's all these people that always say, yeah, I've sacrificed my whole life. Man, I took less pay to do this and this and this. No, it's not what I mean. 
sacrifice and sacrificial lambs are basically putting yourself in front of the bus so someone else can move on. Meaning, you've done your part, now it's time to help others. And can you truly say and ask yourself, have you ever sacrificed for the greater good of someone other than your own benefit or good? True sacrifice is helping others reach their full potential and reach a successful career or whatever they may endure, right? Remember, leaders create more leaders, not more followers. Um, I've been hit up. You know, one of my former assistants got got a job at Boise State. He was now he was for, recently the head coach at Independence. I got him a job there before I left. The coach I also hired was my D coordinator there. He got the head job. He called me last night and and thanked me and, and so forth for everything. You know, I, I told him I said, "Shit, you earned it. This is this is your time now." It's not a dick measuring contest, even though a lot of these coaches think so in this profession. Leaders create more leaders, not more followers. I'm happy for my former guys, you know, getting bigger jobs if that's what they want. Um, the, the, the profession entails this. It demands it. It requires it if it's done for the greater good and with the good intentions behind it. Far too often is there personal, um, you know, Everyone wants a personal uh, reward for for something. And then they want to glorify if they do or if they happen to. Often some guys, are their names are on something. So they want to take credit for, for, for that person or that entity having success. But 90% of the time, they, inter- they inherited something as well that was already good. When do you do it for the greater good of the person, the other person, the player, the coach, whoever, right? Employee, whoever. That's a true sacrificial lamb. And I don't believe people understand what it really is or what it entails and what it requires. And uh, like I said, I, I, uh, if, if coaches want to move on and get jobs, Coach Harris, Kyoshi Harris, you know, obviously he's not the first guy that's worked for me that's got a Division One job. I think I've sent over 20 coaches Division One. He, I'm happy for whoever wants to move on. That's just what it is, right? But it's just, um, it's sacrificing, man, in the long run. And, and how many of you guys really, truly do that? And so we'll see. You know, sa- sacrificial lambs are very far and few between, man. I mean, they're hard to find. MLK, Muhammad Ali, Jim Brown, Harriet Tubman, Joe Gilliam. I don't know if you guys know who Joe Gilliam is. He was the starting quarterback, or should have been, before Terry Bradshaw with the Steelers. A lot of people think he could have won more Super Bowls than Bradshaw won. It's a debate to be had. Um, But he basically is the trendsetter and the sacrificial lamb for the black quarterback tree. It It began there with Joe Gilliam. He passed away in 2000. I think he was 50. Um but but who's the new sacrificial lamb? We don't have them no more. They don't exist. Just being honest, we don't have them starting from the high school level to college to the pros. You know, Deshaun Watson has the opportunity to be one. Dak Prescott has the opportunity to be one. 
James Harden had the opportunity to be one. I believe even LeBron and KD had the opportunity years ago and failed at it. Nobody, everybody wants instant gratification now. Everybody wants fucking to be a winner right now. They, they want to endure an, an, a winning program or entity or team. They want to take on something that's already built up. See, when I grew up, my, I used to get, my dick would get hard for being picked and being on the shitty team with the shittiest players and still will my team to win. Because I was better than everybody else and I knew that I would get these motherfuckers to play better than they could because they believed in what I was doing. And guess what? They would run through a wall for me. Even as a young kid, picking players that I would pick in hoop, football in the street, tackle football in the street, fucking you name it. We, I don't care what we played. I won more often than I lost with shittier talent. Because there's no greater quote in the world, in my opinion, that's why I always have it on my door, than doing something that someone else said you could not do. But that, that don't exist no more. There's no such thing. People don't understand what a true sacrificial lamb is anymore. And, and it, it is, it's, it's creating more leaders, not followers. These dudes are creating followers. Every time James Harden moves to another team, he's enabled the next generation of dudes thinking that's the way to go. Where back in the day, Larry Bird stuck it out. Magic Johnson stuck it out. Kobe Bryant stuck it out. Kobe was the last line of true sacrificial lambs. Could have left, had opportunity. They were down for a few years. But shit, usually good shit happens to good people. You stick it out, you wait it out, you grind it out. And at least it's your legacy. What legacy does James Harden have? What legacy? See, Dak Prescott and Deshaun Watson have a legacy right now. But they're going to leave their programs and, and they're going to leave their teams. And, and their legacy is going to start to deteriorate. What legacy does KD have? Oklahoma City, Golden State, Nets. Where's he going to end up? He ain't, the Nets ain't his last team. What's Kyrie's uh, fucking legacy? Being a shitbird on three teams? Harden has nothing, right? And Harden's won nothing. Like, what's KD won without superstars? What's Kyrie won? See, LeBron's its own, he's his own guy. Like, at least he's his own guy. You know, LeBron is the piece needed to win. LeBron wins by himself with a couple pieces. Obviously, he went to Miami, which I didn't favor, just like I didn't favor KD to Golden State, where you had teams like Kobe winning with, you know, Paul Gasol and Lamar Odom. They're not Dwayne Wade and fucking uh, Chris Bosh. I argue Gasol was better skill set than Chris Bosh, but not athletically. But they're not AD. They're not Kyrie. Kobe won with fucking Derek Fisher and Shannon Brown, bro. Kwame fucking Brown. 
because he was a sacrificial lamb that made everybody better and wasn't going to lose with the team that was given to him. He didn't give a fuck. He didn't ask for no trade and want to be part of some powerhouse fucking team. Jim Brown said, fuck it. I'd rather sacrifice for playing my own career after eight short years. Could have been the all-time leading rusher to fight for injustice and equality, inequalities. Same with Muhammad Ali. How many fucking, how much better would Muhammad Ali have been? Probably never have lost, possibly, than if he really went, dealt with the whole draft issue and dealt with the whole fucking uh, deal over in Africa and dealt with all the Malcolm X shit that he was dealing with. How much better would he have been? These are all forefathers that sacrificed for the greater good, for the Deshaun Watsons, Dak Prescotts, James Hardens of our world. And they turn around and shit on all those people. Harriet Tubman sitting in the back of a bus. Not only is she a trendsetter, she's a fucking icon to everybody that was in coming behind her. Not only did Malcolm X understand it, Martin Luther King, everyone else, they bought in. Jim Brown, all that shit from the Jim Crow South, all bought in and was ready to sacrifice for the greater of the good, hoping that the future generations would obviously not shit on them and have some grit and tough skin just like they did and continue the legacies that was left. But that's not what's happening because nobody wants to learn their history or understand what really is going on. But all everybody wants to bitch and fucking protest and bitch and moan. Nobody really understands what true sacrifice is. I don't know, man. It's 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 it bothers the shit out of me that people all want to. They all fucking. Love, we love a winner, bro. I tell you that. We love a fucking winner. Um, it's crazy. Um, nobody has it in their blood nowadays, though. Um, nobody has that sacrificial lamb in there. Everybody wants their own. They want to be glorified, instant gratification, easy way out. Um, you know, instead of winning with your own guys and you want to jump on someone else's fucking squad. No respect, no no tough skin, no sacrificial lamb in them. You know, why can't you just be that motherfucker and win with what you got? And that team, that town, that school will all be part of your legacy. We ain't made the same no more, man. I'm going to be honest with you guys. We're not made the same at all. And uh, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate because everyone's, the future generations are are watching and even, whether they're watching subconsciously or through osmosis, they're picking the shit up. And that's what you don't understand, James Harden. You know, I would love to see Deshaun Watson stay. I know it's a shitty-ass organization, and all these motherfuckers are out there that all these professional fucking analytic guys are going to say, well, John Elway fucking, I mean, uh, Brett Favre left. Listen. He left with two years left in his career. 
Deshaun Watson is his like Brett Favre's legacy is Green Bay, all right, and he still did well in Minnesota. It ended up with the Jets or whatever. That shit is all over. Just like that's like Jordan leaving to the fucking White Sox to come back to the fucking uh, Wizards, right? That's that's what that is. There's the the great great ones, you know. Randall Cunningham's career. What do you call it? An eagle or a fucking Viking? Or a raven? What do you call his legacy? He still had a legacy that he put down, right? Donovan McNabb. Where's his legacy? Eagles? Or where? I even say Drew Bledsoe's still a patriot. And he's a knockout shot away from not ever letting Tom Brady be who he is. Drew Bledsoe was that good. Now, does he have the it factor Tom Brady has? Probably not, but you probably would never have found out. There's a lot of those type of guys. Look at Gilliam. I mean, he set the tone being one of the first black quarterbacks ever and, and got fucked pretty much, right? And I love Terry Bradshaw and what he did, but still, never would have known. That's a similar situation to Drew Bledsoe and Tom Brady. Tom Brady. But he was a sacrificial lamb. Nobody has that no more. Kobe Bryant did it. You know, even Shaq, as great as he was, how many teams did he play for? His legacy is being a dominant big man. It's not a team. It's not a, this was his place. You know, what do you call it, Orlando or the Lakers? I mean, he won in the Lakers, so he's going to say the Lakers. I say Orlando. Because that's where you were with Penny Hardaway, Nick Anderson, Dennis Scott. And in that era, had a pretty good fucking team. Went to the finals. Couldn't beat Akeem. That is his legacy to me. He don't win without Kobe. Just so we're clear, Kobe won two without him. Shaq won one with Wade. Needed another star, right? Kobe never really had another A star like Shaq. And won two. That is greatness, in my opinion. Jordan never won with a real true big man. Now, that fit his program. That fit his team, his, his run and gun. That was, t- you know, the motion offense with Phil Jackson. That fit him. But I would argue that it's harder to win with another ball-dominant player like Kobe did, sharing the ball with Shaq. See, people don't think like that. Jordan never had to share the ball. Fucking Pippen was Kobe's Odom and was a wingman at best. You saw what happened when Jordan left, what Pippen did. Nothing, really. So, Kobe continued to thrive without Shaq. He had Paul Gasol, Lamar Odom, okay. You can't call that the same, bro. That's equivalent to me to, to, to a lesser Pippen and a, an equivalent or maybe a more skill set Luke Longley, fucking Bill Winnington. But not as tough. Because if Gasol was as tough as those two, Boston wouldn't have beat him with KG that year. That's just real. Lakers were up 30 fucking points one game and lost. So, I don't know. Sacrificial Lamb is the title of this show. And I just believe that's just truly what it is. And uh, who knows, man. I know that my sacrificial lambs are coming in the fucking mail right now because Kansas City Stakes is a new year and it has new big game stakes 
for the sports world. With big games, you need big stakes. Kansas City Stakes has the cuts you crave to celebrate the playoffs and the big game. Visit KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day and save up to $25 on combos. Perfect for game day. Super Bowl's eight days away, fellas. Just trust me. Order today. Get you some free shipping with the code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, at checkout. Free shipping. And you can get $25 off on the combos. They got mini beef, Wellington steak, burger sliders, mac and cheese melt, shrimp wrapped in bacon, Every order is flash frozen, delivered directly to your home. Satisfaction guaranteed on your money or your money back. Basically, every cut of steak imaginable, plus appetizers, desserts, barbecue, and so much more. Again, go to KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day and use the code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, at checkout for free shipping. Kansas City Steaks, big games, big taste. Hey, go get some, guys. You can get them in three or four days if you order them now. They're fucking good. I'm telling you, I'm going to cook them all all on Super Bowl. A little party I'm having. Not really a party, but about eight people, tight friends, fucking COVID safe. Um, But trust me, please get you some steaks. Um, Anyway, life is ironic. The world we live in is ironic. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Because, you know... Matt Rule, the head coach of Carolina Panthers, former college guy. I've had many dealings with him from his days at Temple to, and Baylor when I was at Indy in Garden City, actually. Uh, I had a kid recruiting a kid named Jagger Gardner. I had him coming to Garden City. And uh, Matt ended up figuring out how to get him. But So him and our, my, my boss at the time got into it. So me and Matt ended up being okay, uh, decent friends. We met, talked at the convention here and there. And I'm glad to see him in the NFL and, and doing what he wants to do. But um, it's the Senior Bowl today. If you guys aren't, if you guys want to watch a little football, Raheem Boyd, one of my former players, is in it. Um, it. Go watch the Senior Bowl. Matt Rule and his Carolina Panthers staff is coaching one side. I think the Miami Dolphins and and and, and Coach Flores is coaching the other side. Um, but Matt Rule talking to a group of kids the other day that went viral and the football scoop which is .com, footballscoop.com is a coaching website that kind of gives updated information on coaches and where they go and, and different things. Well, Matt Rule on ESPN tells a group of kids, you know, saying yes, sir, isn't taking coaching. Now, it's ironic that when a guy of Matt Rule's stature now is in the NFL and he's a big-time coach, right, he says it and it goes viral. But I've been saying the same fucking thing for, I don't know, 20 years. But especially on Last Chance You, I said it, literally said it, I don't know, 20 times. So it's ironic how things like that occur, right? It's ironic how the world loves a winner, man. I mean, you know, it's ironic when when people that kiss ass and suck fucking dicks get bowed down to but the moment they tell you the truth the moment they tell you the fucking truth which is even in being a sacrificial lamb i tell kids the truth to be the sacrificial lamb because i've already done it and seen it and sacrificed it i want the kids not to have to endure the same but i'm the asshole but i tell coaches players everybody the truth I tell him saying yes, sir, is nothing but being a fake-ass good boy. You ain't saying shit. You're just saying yes, sir, so you don't get cussed out. 
You're not taking coaching. I've been saying this shit on let forever. <laughs> anyway, fuck Netflix. I've been saying it forever. But see, he says it and it and it's golden now. It's ironic how the world works. Sip my coffee. Lucky I don't have no slapstick whiskey in there. It's only 10 in the morning. But it's ironic how that shit works. Football Scoop is a website that talks about football coaches and all their movement, right? Hires and fires. And they wrote about me when I left Indy and all that shit. And, you know, it's funny. It's ironic when the guys from there, um, you know, help you get jobs, help you guys, help co- coaches get jobs when when guy like me posts a bunch of jobs on their platform and get some attention. And, and then, you know, I, I've always said good things about the writers from there and all that. So I don't, I don't have ill will. It's, it is what it is. But, you know, they said some shit about me when I left Indy. It's funny and it's ironic. Um, it just shows people's true colors, right? But it's ironic Matt Rule says it and now it's, it's the fucking, it's the gospel. All right? It should be put in the Bible. It should be put in the coaching Bible. Just because you say yes, sir, don't mean you're taking coaching. No shit. I've been saying that for a long time. But anyway, it's ironic that Football Scoop now puts on their headline, Boise State hires top junior college program coach to their program. (laughs) You know what? Sacrificing and being a sacrificial lamb is what it's all about. I'm just going to say that. Because that sure wasn't a top-notch program when I took the motherfucker. It sure wasn't. (laughs) It didn't have a goddamn weight room, meeting room, facility, coach's office. You name it, didn't have it. Now it's a top 5, 10 junior college program with facilities in the country. And it's ironic how things change. See, I'll only take the heat for being 2-8 and on my last season. With a better talented team than went eight and two the next year, um, when the cameras left, <laughs> so you know, think about that. Let that sit in. It's, it's, it's an ironic world we live in, man. I'm just going to be honest. It's it's, it's uh, <sighs> sacrificing, man, for the betterment of programs. Because what you leave is your legacy. See, what I left at Indy is my legacy. I don't give a fuck about nothing else. I didn't take the conference title, bowl victory, trophy. Uh, I could have been an asshole and took that shit. I'm the only fucking coach that ever won a bowl game there. Got more kids graduated, more kids Division I scholars, more, win- more wins than any coach ever there. First bowl win, first conference title in 30 years. I did all those things, but that's my legacy with lesser. I didn't need the good shit. I got Adidas. I got unis. I got turf fields. I got weight rooms and locker rooms. I hate saying I, 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 because my boss, Tammy Heldon Hayes at the time, greatest AD in junior college athletics, she did all the groundwork and laced it down and put it down and fucking bled it to fingernails for me. And it takes an army, just so we're clear. We didn't have an army. We had two motherfuckers doing everything. And 
That was being the sacrificial lamb for the betterment of the coaches and players, getting coaches raises, getting coaches bonuses, getting players better accommodations, better facilities, better classes, better teachers. That's what a sacrificial lamb is. And leaving a place better than it was when you got it. I don't give a fuck about anything else. I got Division I uh, equipment room put in there. Just the same shit Oregon got. I got put in there. And I used every fucking resource I could with the show, being on the show. I milked it all. Why not? It was for the betterment of the kids, the program, and everything else. And it, you know what? I didn't receive one fucking thank you from anyone. I don't give a fuck. Me and Tammy know what we did. We know what happened. And that's all that I need to sleep at night. Those kids know. And that's what it is. That's what a sacrificial lamb is. You don't get thanked. You don't get your ass kissed and dick sucked. You don't get reparations and fucking from players that make it to the NFL. You don't. That's just not what it is. So when guys like Matt Rule say certain things that you've been saying forever, and now all of a sudden big big coaching platforms say top notch JUCO program. That job had nobody apply for it when I went there. It had a few people. When I left, it had over 250 applicants. But me and Tammy thought it was best to get Kiyoshi the job and make it a smooth, seamless transition. Now, he's a coach at Boise State, off-the-field uh, analyst or whatever, and Jason Martin is now the head coach. That's the part of, That's part of it. That's being a sacrificial lamb. We have not enough people doing it and just imagine if I'd have made headways and just fought the shit out of staying at Indy because that's what I could have did. But you know what? When you don't want me, brother, I don't want you. I don't have scabs on my knees because I don't kiss ass and suck dicks. That's just what it is. Sorry to be so blunt, but that's the truth. Listen, I got about 10 minutes left of this show because I'm out of space on my fucking drive here, so I'll be uh, fixing that. This weekend. Tomorrow, I got my coaching one on one show exclusively on YouTube. Become a member, subscribe today. And uh, one of my new sponsors, Clay Thompson and uh, George, I mean, Paul Rodriguez, comedian. Um, and it's called Just Live, it's a CBD oil. Uh, it's got pills, vitamin C pills, rubs, drops. They do a great job. I got sleeping aid, pills. I'm telling you, it's fucking legit. Um, it's a new deal. Just live. Check them out on Instagram. Just live. At Just Live. And um, they're a new sponsor of the Slapdick Podcast. So let them holler at you. Hey, guys. It's a new year. And every day is a fresh start for you to just live. Travis was trying here to tell you exactly why I teamed up with Clay Thompson, Alex Morgan, and Paul Rodriguez to launch our new wellness brand, Just Live. As professional athletes, we put ourselves through a lot, physically and mentally. So we found a Just Live around all-natural, THC-free CBD products. Being from the East Coast, I was pretty skeptical about CBD products, but as an athlete, it's easy to see when something works. And when my dad was at wit's end, living in a fog of painkillers, severe lack of sleep, numerous surgeries later, I recommended he try CBD. It allowed him to get an extra couple hours of sleep, and it made all the difference to get my dad back on his feet. So don't go another day with pain inflammation, or lack of sleep. I recommend trying Just Live today. 
These are products we fully trust and stand behind because we want you to be able to go out and just live. So get 20% off your order with code armchair at justlive.com. That's 20% off at justlive.com with the code armchair. What do you live for? Appreciate it. Check it out. Armchair code. Use that. Get you a 20% off. Just live. They got some good product. Check them out. Hey, uh, it's ironic, man. When you kiss ass and suck dick, everyone loves you. When you when you call folks out and tell them the truth, you're a villain. It's an unbelievable world we live in, man. Ain't it? I mean, that's just what it is. Keyboard cowards, fake people, they'll never understand the true sacrifice and being a lamb for someone else's best interest. They just won't. And unfortunate, that's just what it is. And I have no problem being it, doing it for all these years. And, hey, man, you, you, you get stabbed in the back a lot of the times, and you still got to keep pushing and trust no one. Because I tell you all the time, man, as soon as you trust someone in this profession, boy, you get your heart snatched out. So, is what it is. Lakers play Boston tonight. Um, first big game of the season, in my opinion, um, that matters because it's in the middle of the year. Lakers have lost two in a row. I mean, I think, you know, they've been on the road. They were road warriors, 10-0. Um, to start on the road and uh, they lost two they lost a tough one by one to Philly uh, my boy Danny Green getting a little get back and then they uh, they lost to Detroit by 20 which is the worst team in the NBA one of them and uh, is what it is right the Nets scored 147 points without KD they gave up 125 though so I mean the East is horrid NBA East is fucking god awful, and please stop thinking people out of the East is going to win. They they couldn't beat the Lakers or the Clippers, or Utah, or Denver, in my opinion, in seven. I just don't think so. Um, the East is absolutely horrific. Um, look at their records from top to bottom. Look at the West. It's always that way, though. It's been that way since the eighties. But uh, we'll see how it ends up happening. Uh, how it ends up unfolding. Um. I don't know what you thought about the fucking that whole game game day or I mean uh GameStop stock exchange bullshit. I still don't know what the fuck's going on with it. Um seems pretty crazy to me, but hey, it is what it is. I have no idea. It's just rich getting richer, I'm sure. Um while everybody else tries to figure out from behind. Seems like some insider trading shit to me. But anyway, uh if you ain't doing shit, Lakers Celtics tonight. Super Bowl picks, man. I'm gonna put out some some things. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna put out a a couple options, and I'm gonna give away a, a bottle of whiskey and a cigar, um, based on a couple things that I give away for the Super Bowl uh, little party I'm having. So, stay tuned to that on my social media, and like I said, slapdickinc.com. Check out my website. Get you some whiskey today, and um, it is uh, some great shit. Hopefully, it'll be out in the Midwest by March in all stores. Oklahoma, Kansas, Arkansas, and Missouri. Um, I hope I said that right for you guys in Missouri. And uh, I am going to hopefully have that out in stores there in March. And we're trying to push the cigars and lounges the same way. So, scared money don't make money. It takes money to make money. Remember that shit. But uh, we'll see what happens. Um, interesting night. We'll see if the Lakers bounce back. I don't even know. AD and, and LeBron are questionable, so we'll see what happens. The smart pick is the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. The risky pick is Tampa, obviously. I heard a dude put like $2.3 million on Tampa to win outright. 
I'm thinking about putting some money on Tampa to win outright because that's the only way you're going to win some money. Picking Chiefs to win outright ain't going to win you no money. I won 10 grand years ago when the Giants beat the undefeated Patriots because I picked them outright. I put 500 bucks down. I was broke. And I won 10 grand, man. So, hey, I might do the same. I don't know. But uh, we'll see what happens. Hey, man, be healthy, be smart. Be a fucking sacrificial lamb, man. Help somebody else. Hey, the real coach JB, I'll see you tomorrow, 9 a.m. for the Coaching 101 show on YouTube. And again, uh, follow my social media, the real coach underscore JB, Instagram and Twitter. Slapdickinc.com's website at Slapdick Inc. Also, my handles and uh, JB Coaching 101 is also a, a Instagram and Twitter handle. And obviously, I hope you follow at Slapdick Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Hey, man, I appreciate you from the dogs here laying down at my feet to uh, sunny Southern California skies. Be good. Sacrifice. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Find a guy, man. I'm just telling you.